0: is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. I reached out to Kyle Rowland and the Toledo Blade, who's covered Toledo, and he wanted to come on with us, and I'm glad he did because we can learn a little bit more about who could be at least the possibility of filling the quarterback room up at Baylor. Uh, Thanks a lot, Kyle. We appreciate your time. So watching and seeing what Finn has done, where would you say he is among the quarterbacks you've seen in college football this year?
1: Good question. I mean, I think he's good, uh, or maybe even better than good. I don't think he's necessarily elite, um, but I think he's a, a very good quarterback who's done great things at Toledo and deserves an opportunity to see what he would do at the Power Five level.
0: Kyle, he is uh, he's the Mac player of the year. He can he can do a lot of things. What is this? I mean, uh, but this is about the NFL nil. What did it come down to for DaQuan Finn in in, in in jumping out of of what had been a good situation for him?
1: I mean, I would say all of the above, probably um, a little of it too. With these guys who played during COVID, they've been at their schools forever, um, so. I mean, he's, he's been at Toledo for, for a long time, uh, wants to spread his wings, see what else is out there. He has performed really well in games against Notre Dame, Ohio State, uh, Illinois. So he, he's done well against the good teams. I totally understand wanting the itch. Um, and then Baylor in particular, obviously uh, Ray J. Uh, Dennis is at yep. Baylor, another yep. Toledo guy. Yep. So a little bit of a connection there. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's kind of all of the above um Toledo obviously you know happy to and rooting for Dequan Finn the players coaches um but I think they maximized him they kind of got everything they could out of him um I mean, he he came out of high school as a very good but raw quarterback I mean, he was the Mr. Football in the state of Michigan which is a pretty serious thing I mean they, they play good football in Michigan um he was kind of an athlete that played quarterback, though. Now I think he is a quarterback who's also a good athlete. Um, they kind of refined his throwing motion. It's still a little goofy, but he, but it's effective. I mean, he, he obviously has great stats. Uh, he can still run it very, very well. That's kind of his calling card, I would say, is, is the dual threat aspect of his game. Uh, but I, I think they did a really good job of – making him a, an improved overall quarterback, where now you can see does he thrive at the Power Five level uh, and does he end up getting drafted here in a couple of years?
0: Well, that conference does produce quarterbacks, doesn't it? it it's always been kind of the history yeah. of that area?
1: 100%. I mean, it's a quarterback league. I mean, if you – and, I mean, most football is, I guess, these days. But, I mean, in the MAC, like, you, you go as far as your quarterback takes you and obviously, Daquan Finn took Toledo to a conference championship last year. And this year, he took them to the game. Um, but they, they fell just short of winning a second straight conference title. He
0: has had three consecutive years of putting up big, big numbers. And this year, threw the ball more than ever before, even though he threw the ball quite a bit the year before and a lot in 21. What would you say is something he's had to work on the most? You mentioned his, like his motion or whatever. But what are the things you think he's improved on the most?
1: Yeah, I mean, just kind of the typical quarterback things of like reads at the line of scrimmage, reads when the pocket kind of breaks down. Uh, the, the one thing that was interesting, I mean, as a first year starter in 2021, and he didn't take over until the middle of the season. Um, so he's still a very raw guy, hadn't really played much meaningful minutes, you know, if any, really. And he had 18 touchdown passes and two interceptions. I mean, I I thought that was pretty astounding. The coaching staff obviously thought that was great. I mean, to to have that sort of ratio in your first real, you know, major college football experience was was something else. I mean, he threw more interceptions the last two years, but I I don't think it was like some glaring weakness. The the one issue he has, if he has the biggest problem, I think, is his turnovers can be killers sometimes. They're not just – you know, on third and long, you throw kind of an arm punt. or mm-hmm. Like like against Illinois, he threw a pick-six that probably cost them the game. Uh, he, he had a couple other kind of disastrous turnovers this year. In the MAC title game, he had a fumble that, that was huge. Um, I think that's the one thing he's got to get right uh, at the higher level.
0: Jason Candle has been a coach that uh, – his name uh, pops up uh, – you know, now and then when it comes to searches, uh, Kyle. But he is he's still there uh, at Toledo. It's probably eventually going to happen for him. But uh, how much do you think his, like, this system has made Daquan Finn what he is?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it. I mean, I, I think i think very highly of Jason Candle. Um, I think he's a great coach. Uh, you know, he and Daquan Finn are really interesting in that the national media – Overrate them, and overrate might be too strong of a word, but thinks very, very, very highly of them. And the fan base is always kind of at the, their throats. I mean, <laughs> Finn is just under fire a lot from the fans. As, as starting quarterbacks are, and the coaches or the, the fans are always on Kindle. And it's just kind of an interesting thing. I mean, the guy's won 65% of his games. He's won two, two conference titles. He's won some bowl games. He's been to three conference championship games. I mean, you see his name on all these lists all the time. He's interviewing for jobs, and yet the fans still, you know, think he stinks half the time. I mean, I guess that's part of being a coach. Um, but it's just kind of fascinating. I mean, I, I think he did a great job with Finn. I mean, he he was a wide receiver in college at Mount Union, um, and he's been a great recruiter forever. He's got a wonderful eye for talent. And DeQuan Finn is another one of those guys that he really thought could be good and they could develop him and mold him. Toledo is a big time development program. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not hitting, you know, four and five star players. They're getting a lot of zero stars and one stars. And I don't know how much down in Texas you pay attention to it, but they got a pretty decent amount of guys in the NFL and a decent amount of guys that get drafted each year. I mean, Quinion Mitchell, a cornerback is probably going to be a first round draft pick in uh, this coming season. So uh, they, they do a great job, and I think Candle, uh, the quarterback coach, Robert Weiner, kind of molded Daquan Finn into a Power 5 quarterback.
0: Kyle, how would you describe uh, just uh, Daquan Finn as, uh, you know, it pertains to his personality? I mean, is he a big vocal guy, kind of more reserved? How would you uh, describe his personality for those who haven't, uh, you know, seen him play or, or obviously seen post-game interviews and things like that nature, of that nature?
1: Yeah. He's actually incredibly reserved. I mean, probably not what you would think of a modern star quarterback. I mean, he's, he's put up insane stats. He's won all these awards, but I mean, sometimes in post-game interviews, you can hardly hear him because he just talks so quietly. Um, Very humble. I mean, never braggadocious at all. Always gives credit to his teammates, to the offensive line. Um, And that's the other thing. Like, he can succeed no matter what, but if you put him behind a really good offensive line, which Toledo had this year, I mean the the sky is the absolute limit with that guy because of his legs and because it just allows him to make more reads throwing the ball as well. Um, but yeah, I mean very very quiet reserved uh, person, but a, gr- a great kid definitely.
0: Well, we don't know yet about Baylor's offensive line. They do have a new coach out of Michigan State. They struggled last year, no question. Uh, I know he's in the top 30 for passing efficiency in the country with all the others that are there, all the nice big names around him that get a lot of attention. Um, What about his upside? Is there uh, even more than what you think you've seen while he's at Toledo?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so, for sure. Um, I think the one thing he can improve on is, I mean, if you look at his game-by-game passing stats, he doesn't necessarily wow you um, with passing yards and completions, But the thing he does is like the ones he does complete is they're, they're big ones. I mean, they're mm-hmm. third downs, they're 35 yards, they're, you know, touchdowns. Like he's very good at making the, the pass you want to have, if that makes sense. So I think if, I mean, with another year of coaching and, and even, you know, a better team around him. I mean, Toledo is obviously good. They're ranked this year or whatever, but you just overall probably would have better players at Baylor than you would at Toledo. So I think from that standpoint, you know, maybe you get the completion even more and you get the yardage even more. Um, So I I think that's the area that that will be most interesting watching him wherever he lands next season.
0: Hey, Calvin, looking around, and and maybe you can shed some light on this, maybe not, but I know that he visited Wisconsin. Obviously, they have now answered and addressed the the question that quarterback uh, the Badgers have. Baylor is is obviously an option as well. Have you heard much of anything else as far as visits or interest from other schools uh, as it pertains to him?
1: Yeah, when, when he first transferred, there was a lot of murmurs about Auburn um, that, that is somewhat died down from what I've heard. I mean, locally, the I mean, Toledo, I don't know your, if you know your geography, it's kind of the epicenter of the Ohio State Michigan rivalry, right in between both places. Everyone here is an Ohio State fan or a Michigan fan, and all their fans on Twitter and social media, message boards are saying, Oh, we gotta get to Finn, gotta get to Corn Finn. Um, Ohio State's quarterback obviously left, so they do have an opening. Michigan, who knows, with JJ McCarthy. Las Vegas has put those two schools as the favorites to land them, but there really hasn't been much chatter at uh, either place. I mean, I've talked to sources at both schools. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, there's been Michigan State talk, too, because he, I mean, he's from Detroit. Um, but th- that doesn't seem to happen either. Um, so, I mean, from everything I've read and kind of heard, I-, I think Baylor is, is really, truly in the thick of this thing. Um, and he also, I think, would fit in in kind of the Big 12 uh, style of offense and, and what they do there. Kyle, good
0: stuff, man. Appreciate your time. Really good. Glad you uh, responded. Glad I texted you. Glad we reached out. And glad we had you on the show for the insight and, and knowledge. Appreciate your time and have a great day.
1: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate Kyle, it.
0: Kyle Rowland, Toledo Blade on Dequan Finn, who's visiting Baylor tomorrow.